Can you tell me about the incident? Do you feel unsafe? Yeah. My mom said I had to finish my history homework before I went to Justin's. And I was like, it's not due till Friday. And she was like, well, you're gonna finish it up right away. And I was like, no. And I ran out. And then what happened? And then I was like, if it's due on Friday, I'm not finishing it on Wednesday. And that's final. So you ran away because your mom asked you to do your homework? Yeah. And Justin's gonna be at an away game tomorrow, so I won't even get, get to see him. Okay, give me back my jeans. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Boys Watching Girls. We are just two boys watching HBO's Girls. We are your hosts. I'm Joe Welke. I am Vance. And today we hold, hold, hit hold, hold the up, last... hold up, Joe, hold up. This is the what? last episode. We we can't just yeah. play like the regular intro and just like go in like nothing big is happening. All right, we need to run this thing back. This is the boys watching girls podcast. They got some wild predictions that are mostly wrong, but they won't concede. They gone for long, like Vance predicted Adam would sleep with Marnie. He's still not backing down, not even partially. Even though the finale coming up, it's never surrender, because it's never over. There's room for a mind bender. So for now, the critique's on deck and in full order, just like Joe's fashion corner. And Joe always got something to say with character outfits, from dresses, earrings down to lipsticks. But when it comes down to Shoshana's apartment, the thoughts get put on the back of a carton because joe and vance can't figure out the layout it's like a magical dragon's playhouse but in the end it comes down to likability rankings and from the start martin and jess has kept tanking yeah the boys keeping it hot like the top of the stove turning it up straight from alcove because you are now in tune to the boys watching girls I want to give a shout out to at Broadcast Kings for putting that together. <laughs> that was that was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, How did you fucking find someone to do that? <laughs> I found him uh, on Fiverr, and it was it was seamless, and he put it together, and it's I think it came out great. Dude, that was fucking awesome, dude! Like, shout, let shout out that people again. What, what is it again? Uh, at Broadcast King, and I'll, uh, I'll, put a, King. I'll put them in the show notes too. Broadcast King, thank you so much. That was that was incredible, dude. Yeah. <laughs> incredible. And it is, it is a celebration, Vance. Vance, we fucking made it. We watched sixty-two episodes of Girls. We set out to start watching this series last year before pandemic we used to record these together in person yeah and dude did you think we were gonna make it <laughs> i mean once it's it like a snowball uh, a snowball going downhill you know it just kept it kept going it wasn't yeah i mean i don't know yeah, I didn't know if we'd be like, okay, this show got to a point where we were like, I don't know if we can do it anymore. Because second season was rough. Yeah, yeah, Second yeah. season was rough on us. But we, I don't know. We did it. We fucking made it. We did it. Everyone, thank you for listening. Yeah. This is the last episode of Girls. 
We made it through the whole series. Yeah. And this it, is episode. It's not the last episode it? of Boys Watching Girls, but it is no, the no, last no. episode of The Girl Fear series. Not. Yes. Fear Not. Boys Watching Girls will continue. I don't know whether it'll be under the same moniker or what, but we're going to continue podcasting, Vance and I. Yeah. And uh, we have a, we got a couple more episodes. We got, we got to have to yeah. really wrap this thing up. Got We've Q&A. got some stuff yeah. planned. We got some stuff planned. We've got. Couple more episodes coming down the old pipe, pike, pipe. What is it? I'm gonna say pipe. Okay. Right. Or, well, whatever. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> We're stupid. Anyway, so this is the last episode of the series. This is episode 62. It's season six, episode 10. It is titled "Latching." It is directed by Jenny Connor, written by Lena Dunham, Jenny Connor, and Judd Apatow. The original air date was April 16th, 2017, to an audience of 741,000 people, 0.714 million. And holy shit, Vance. What did you think about this? Initial thoughts. This should not have been a finale episode. Yeah. I didn't love the episode, but I think if this episode was in the middle or a random episode in a season. Like if this was mm-hmm. episode three of season seven, mm-hmm. I'd be like, all right, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, I'm with you. This felt to me, there's this felt like an unnecessary epilogue. Like mm-hmm. we said it in the last episode. That last episode felt like the finale to us. Yeah. And we didn't know what else could be added. And what was added, I didn't like. <laughs> yeah, I I got nothing. I got nothing that I needed from this, really. Yeah, I mean, I talk about uh, this anime that I really love called Steins Gate all the time to Vance. I don't know if we've talked about it on air here, but there's 24 episodes and then it has this like perfect ending. And then there's an extra episode that is kind of like an epilogue. And it feels so unnecessary because the actual ending was so sweet. Uh, And this felt like that, where it's like, oh... that just kind of ruined the perfect ending. This feels like it kind of ruined the perfect ending from the last episode. Vance yeah. never made it to the end of Steinsgate because he hated it so much, but <laughs> yeah. um, I, I don't know. Like it kind of ruins it. If you're expecting to go in and get a finale, because last episode yeah. kind of had that really nice finale wrap up the end montage. Yeah, it had like a nice bow on it. Yeah, the way this ends isn't a way that you feel like you need a show to be. You know what I mean? Well, the way this ends too also feels like there's going to be more. Yeah. But there's not. Uh, Yeah, exactly. Like, I feel like I need to watch what happens next with these characters. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but it is titled Latching, and I was predicting that it had to do with breastfeeding, and I uh, was correct. Yep. We didn't nail it on the last uh, the last yeah. episode, getting that prediction I right. Would, I would say that our prediction accuracy percentage is like 10 to 15%. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll give us 10%. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that's not good, but whatever. <laughs> All right, shall we get into it? Uh, yeah, do you just want to go in order with this episode? Because I, I, it's not enough yeah. to switch around. Yeah, I mean, that's how I took notes on it, too. Yeah. It's just 
<laughs> All right. This is a weird finale episode, man. Yeah. Yeah. It is intensely weird. Yeah. Um, so starts off with Hannah in bed, like so many of the season uh the first episode of season intros where Hannah's in bed with somebody. But this one's kind of cyclical because the first episode of the series, she's lying in bed with Marnie, and in this one, she's lying in bed with Marnie. And I am going to be honest with you. I didn't know that it was Marnie because her legs looked insanely tan that I was like, who is this? I was really confused when I saw us panning up on legs. I was like, what are we, who, who are we with here? Yeah. 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 And her legs looked so tan that I honestly thought it was going to be like a person of color or (laughs) maybe like Paul Louis or I, I had no idea. And then it was Marnie. I was like, oh, my God, Marnie's fucking ridiculously tan. That's just a low res SD. Yeah, that could be. <laughs> that could be. <laughs> so, yeah, we pan up to Marnie in bed with Hannah and Hannah wakes up and she freaks out. She's like, Marnie, what the fuck are you doing here? Uh, wh- when did you get here? And Marnie's like, I got here like one in the morning last night and thought I'd just like cuddle up with you. And uh, yeah, we uh, we see that Marnie wants to help Hannah raise her baby because she's got nothing else going on in her life. She lives with her mom. Her band broke up. And uh, she basically shits all over Hannah being like, you don't have any other friends. All of your friends aren't here. I'm here. I win. I'm the best friend. Yeah. Which is psychotic. It's crazy. It's a single white female level like uh that movie where i think someone has a roommate and they become obsessed with them um oh really just, uh just i mean she sounds insane right there like and yeah. she's staring it's psychotic and hannah's like reluctantly agreeing to this and i was like oh okay this is going to be a big moment where hannah has to push marnie away yeah um yeah because marnie's like I decided I want to help you raise your baby with you. And Hannah's like, well, this is sounding a lot like Adam's pitch and that didn't work out. And then Marnie says something like, well, where are the rest of your friends, Hannah? I'm here, but where's Elijah? He's not here. Jess is sure as hell not here. Adam's not here. Shoshana hates us. I'm the only one left. I win. I'm your best friend. And I'm here to help you. And it's just like, Jesus, this is fucking number one. It's a brutal takedown of Hannah being like, all your friends hate you, basically. Eh. And then it's psychotic on the narcissist level of like, I win. I'm the winner. Yeah, I was like, I didn't know you were in the in the game for this. <laughs> I didn't right? Know you were trying anymore, <laughs> dude. Because I would have loved that to be a thing. Like last episode, we see uh, Hannah make up with Jessa. Like at the mm-hmm. end, and it's like, oh, okay. And they really push later in the seasons how Hannah was really good friends with Jessa, even though the series started with Marnie being the best friend, you know? Yeah. And then that dissipated. And then it was like, oh, me and Jessa had this strong friendship and whatever. But yeah. And uh, you know what I'm going to so say? Get- I'm going to say I'm a little disappointed we didn't get the Adam Marnie hookup that. Yeah. This yeah. show so desperately needed. Yeah. For my prediction well, to be right. Um, yeah. I'm disappointed that we didn't get a Ray Jessa hookup where he completes the tri- the quadfecta of hooking up with all of the girls. Yeah. 
if you if you consider what happened in that coffee truck to be hooking up which uh yeah so then we get the title card and it is a pan out for all of the title cards for the entire series i think right you is that what you think it was I that's think I so. Was. I guess so. I did, I was so focused on the one animated one. Um, yeah, middle, me too. And I was like, when did we see this? Because I think we only seen the animated one once, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, that but, was the only one that I, yeah. Yeah. So then uh, we get a jump forward to five months later and Hannah has given birth to her fucking baby, Grover. She took Paul Louis' suggestion on what she should name the baby real stupid name wait what what is the baby's last name uh, grover horvath that's what i was thinking yeah i mean why would she give give it paul louise last name we don't even know his last name yeah yeah so grover horvath all right wow i wonder what that kid's nickname will be because he's not going to go by grover he can go by grovito like fucking what's her face was calling him Marnie calls him that. Oh, God. I didn't notice that. <laughs> so Hannah's at the doctor's office getting a checkup for Grover. And she's her typical paranoid hypochondriac self being like, oh, is he, is he a healthy weight? And the doctor is like, yeah, well, everything looks good. And she's like, well, he, when I birthed him, he was only 10 pounds and now he's only 13 pounds. Is that normal? And the doctor's like, it's totally normal. And then she's like, yeah, okay, well... I know that you're here now, but where's my actual doctor? Because apparently she has a, a a normal female doctor that she, I guess she built trust with and she's on vacation and she doesn't trust this, as she calls him, a part-time substitute teacher doctor. Uh, what an asshole. Uh, <laughs> but she feels more comfortable. I, I guess that kind of makes sense because if your doctor ha- knows the story and the history. It's fine to be comfortable with the other doctor, but you don't have to shame this one for doing yeah. his job and giving you yeah. information that he knows more than she does. He's not mansplaining. He's a doctor. He's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Hannah brings up that Grover has been having trouble breastfeeding with her. And he's like, well, you know, it takes time. Breastfeeding's kind of weird like that. Some babies do it right away and it's supernatural. And some babies have a harder time with it. And it's that's also supernatural. Uh, but, you know, if you have a such a hard time breastfeeding, you know, you can give it formula. And Hannah's like, oh, I don't want to give it formula. I want it to be breastfed. And he's like, well, okay. I mean, you can keep trying. But, like, it's going to be tough sometimes. And so she goes back out into the waiting room and Marnie's there waiting with her and it's kind of like her and Marnie are like a married couple at this point now. Yeah, it's uh, and it feels like that's what they're going for. And then in the middle of the episode, it kind of switches from that. Um, yeah, because I thought they were really just going to play with that like married couple trope. Like they, they seem like they're just a, a lesbian couple that has a kid together that lives in a massive house. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, yeah, unreal. I, it, when. When Marnie first comes in and uh, she's like, oh, Hannah, you've been sleeping for like 13 hours. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, how is that possible? Like, with yeah. the baby. Like, with the Who's baby there. looking after this poor baby? Who, where does the baby go when, when she was teaching if Marnie wasn't there? I don't know. There was a lot of moments like that in yeah. this episode where it's like, well, where's, where's the baby? Yeah. <laughs> 
I don't know. I don't have any babies. I don't know how much uh, surveillance they need, but it seems like uh, it was kind of lacking. <laughs> but um, so, yeah, then her and Marnie have some kind of talk about like, oh, I don't trust this substitute teacher doctor. And he's suggesting formula. But and then Marnie's like, yeah, a bunch of these kids in here look like a bunch of formula babies. Like, oh, I know. With some like with some like stank on it. Like, yeah, she says it's like, so insulting. I'm like, Marnie is awful in the beginning of this episode. Just Absolutely. Aw- just every, I was like, are we going to get to a point where it's just like, this is it? <laughs> like, yep. Because, I mean, they just keep doubling down on it. Yeah. And so then they leave the doctor's place and, you know, Marnie and Hannah are continuing their conversation about breastfeeding and how difficult it is. And then... Marnie puts on some kind of music on the the radio and she starts singing along with it. And for some reason, Hannah's like, could you please stop singing? And Marnie's like, come on, it's fun. You know, you like it. And she keeps singing. And Hannah's like, no, I really don't like it. And I'm asking you nicely to stop. And Marnie continues. And then Hannah just like kind of freaks out. She's like, turn it off. Turn it off. I hate it. Grover hates it. I hate it. Turn it off. And so Marnie turns it off, and then Grover immediately starts crying. Isn't it? Uh, it's it's Fast Car, Tracy Chapman. I think is that. It's Fast. I, I know. know. I know the song's Fast Car. Um, yeah, that she was singing. Um, and yeah, I would, when Marnie's like, "Oh, I know you're just joking about not yeah. not singing along," and then she continues singing. I was like, "That is psychotic." Like I thought it was <laughs> continuation of that opening scene where she's just gonna be like so controlling which is in her nature but to the point where like hannah was gonna have to kick her out like i thought that's what we're gonna get to yeah i thought it was gonna go down the route of like marnie being like i'm a better mother to grover than you and i know what's best Mm -hmm. for this baby because that's you know as as we go along and that's kind of the route it was going Mm -hmm. and i was like this is insanity and then the insanity just continued like (laughs) Yeah, uh, like when they get out of the car, like Hannah's up, like up, wants to apologize, and Marty's like, "No, there's nothing to say because you know you just yelled at me for loving music," and it was just yeah. like, "Oh man, this yeah. is." This so these two are gonna make a demon baby. Yeah, and I'm like, like the we, way that they're raising this. Is it we? Are uh, the baby too young to really know anything right now? Um, but did we need a five month time leap for this? <laughs> like. Yeah. I don't know. I guess because yeah, I, mean, I just. All right, yeah, we'll continue. This this episode's such a strange. If it's like a random episode, like I don't know yeah. what the message like to wrap up all of girls is here. Um, but back in the car when they're having a conversation, uh, the. She, Marnie asked her if, like, the doctor suggested for her to pump her breast to get the milk out. And Hannah's like, yeah, but I, I work at a university and, like, I can't be having a breast pump walking around on the campus. What if there is a student I want to fuck? Yep. I noted that line and I was like, wow. Yep. Yep. And then Marnie is like, well, yeah, that's such an immature thing to say or whatever. And then Hannah makes some kind of argument about how she's mad that Marnie doesn't want to try her breast milk. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what is happening? <laughs> <laughs> I will say, I think 
I do find it funny how off put people are about breast milk and like mm-hmm. adults tasting breast milk when we drink cow's milk, you know, <laughs> like I do think yeah. that's just like that little mind thing. You're like, oh, look at that cow. Yeah, I'll drink from that that teat, but I will <laughs> I drink will drink from a human's teat. You know, like it's it's just one of those things I always think is interesting. But would you drink someone else's breast milk? Probably not. No, like I wouldn't have any real desire to. <laughs> like, yeah, but I'm I just saying, like I would either. Yeah, it's just like a weird thing where you'll do that. You'll have like goat's milk or sheep's milk or something, but you like, but human milk is like completely taboo. Like, yeah, it's a weird. You know, that's a good point. Yeah, because like thinking about it, like I don't think I would want to try it. I would only want to try just to see if it tastes like regular milk. Yeah. Do but you think you, it does? But at some right point in. you've had <laughs> but at some point you've had breast milk probably as a kid. Well, unless yeah, you were probably. all formula and like whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. It's always uh, something that's brought up in these scenes. Like I think friends did it. Uh every 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 sitcom that's had a kid in it. Someone accidentally drank some breast milk that's in the fridge or something or put it in a coffee or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So then they go into the house and Hannah's trying to get Grover to breastfeed and he's not doing it. And she's like, come on, come on. And eventually her her goading turns into anger. She calls Grover a fuckhead. She's like, you know, you're being a real fuckhead right now. She's like, God damn. I kind of love this scene. I just felt bad for the the, the stunt baby, you know. Yeah. Like I always think yeah. about the parent off screen whose kid that is that's just yeah. like being yelled at. <laughs> yeah. So. But uh Grover is not latching on and uh yeah. So then Hannah's trying to swaddle Grover and she swaddles him in a certain way and she picks him up and she's like, That is a swaddle and then Grover starts crying his eyes out and well, Marnie's like, No, no. Well the thing that? is the thing is she swaddles him, lifts him up, and the blanket falls off him completely. Yeah. And then Marnie goes, oh, no, this is how you do it. And Hannah is, like, rolling her eyes, like, frustrated, like, oh, that's a different way to do it. I'm like, Hannah, the way you did it didn't even stay on. Yeah. Like, if you like just the, did the it The baby wasn't way. swaddled. Like, <laughs> yeah. once she touched the baby, it was, like, it exploded into, like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just like, if you want to, like, make that work, it's like she does it, but it's sloppy. Not like it's non-existent. Like, it was on yeah. the floor. Like, a swaddle is supposed to be tight, yeah. you know? And that's what Marnie does. Marnie swaddles. She's like, no, 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 no. That's not how you do it. Here you go. She's like backseat driving, backseat mothering. But at that point, I think she needed to. Like, that's the one time I think she actually needed to do that. Yeah. So she swaddles him. She's like, there you go. And then Grover stops crying. And Hannah's like, oh, fuck you. So then she's trying to breastfeed Grover again. And Marnie's reading some book about, you know, giving her Hannah tips and kind of backseat mothering her again being like, Oh, you should really try this. And like, this is what you need to do. And Hannah's super fucking annoyed by it. And, uh, Marnie says something about like, well, it could help if you get somebody else to help you with it. So I can help you try and do it. And I was like, Oh no, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Something about like enveloping or enveloping the, uh, yeah. Marnie's like, are you making your nipple an, envelope and hannah's like it's envelope stop being so pretentious (laughs) says the professor of the college (laughs) it's so annoying dude like watching this like both of them are being so annoying (laughs) yeah and this reverted back to and i think if you were looking at the series 
like we have. When Hannah and Marnie are together, it, it brings out the worst in Hannah a lot of the times. Because mm-hmm. Hannah has, I, I remember what was dislikable about Hannah. And it was always uh, the way that she reacted to situations by cutting people down. Mm-hmm. It was like her, like the stuff she that she would say would be like the worst. It wasn't so well, much what she did all the time. It was just like the stuff she said. Yeah. yeah. Well, it, it's always like when she's in situations like this, she gets this huge victim complex. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. everyone's out to get me and then starts lashing out at people being like, well, you only want to help me because you're a narcissist and like you're making this all about yourself and blah, blah, blah. Yep. And that's basically what this whole episode is. And it's so insanely unlikable <laughs> exactly and it, it it doubles down triple downs on this yeah it, it it's rough and you know marnie you know she's being annoying in like a helicopter backseat parent type thing but it seems like she, her heart's kind of in the right place where she's trying to help but i could see how it would be fucking really annoying for hannah yeah, I feel like Marnie's good to have around just to have a second person to help you take care of the kid. But yeah. But at the same time, like Marnie's personality is so awful that like having to put up with her would be a pain. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know, do you, I, I didn't think about this until just now. Like, what is Marnie doing for work? Is Marnie working? Oh, no. She's, uh, there's a line that she says, like, I don't get paid enough for this or it's above my pay grade or something. Oh, when she calls yeah. the mom, she's like, yeah, I need help. This is above my pay grade. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I think she's just yeah. living there for free. Just freeloading. Well, not free. No. I mean, well, not I mean free she's taking care of the baby. Yeah, I mean, yeah. she's basically a live-in nanny. Yeah. Um. So then we get a scene of Hannah and Marnie, like, eating dinner and watching Seth, uh, not Sesame Street, uh, Full House. And, mm-hmm. you know, they're, you know, having some banter about John Stamos and then Marnie brings up like, hey, I, I saw this, this like wine bar thing going on and I kind of want to go to it. it. It seems pretty cool. Like you learn about wine from a sommelier and, you know, there's going to be a live jazz trio there. And then Hannah immediately starts shitting all over. She's like, a live jazz trio? That sounds fucking awful. Why would you want to go to that? The only thing that would be worse than that is a, a live jazz quadrangle. And Marnie's like, I don't know. I think it'd be fun. And I kind of, I really want to go. I, you know, I just kind of need a, need to get out. And Hannah's like, so you just want to go? I wouldn't be able to go because who's going to watch Grover then? And then Martin's kind of like, yeah, that's kind of the point. I, I <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like Hannah's like, we can get cheese in here if you want cheese. Um, yeah. It's going to be like a cheese plate. But, that was one of those scenes where I thought we were really going to start doubling down on the couple because it was like a, it was like Hannah was the, uh, the like, uh, grizzled dad that or a husband that won't let the wife do anything else, you know? Because he's like, like mm. even when she's done her juice box, she's like, I'm finished with this, like and hands it, hands it to her to get her another one, like, yeah, like Marnie just works for. Her. Um, well, it was it was a, I felt like it was a scene where it was like Marnie is being the mother to both Hannah and Grover. Yeah. I mean, I viewed it more of like them being a relationship couple. Like she just wants to get out for a night and like he won't. And like Hannah won't let her go. Even though like Hannah can take care of the baby that night. 
Like, if, well, if, Hannah should take care of the baby. Yeah. Like, it's her baby. Yeah, like, I mean... And Marnie didn't have night. to volunteer to do this, yeah. you know? Even even regular couples do that. Like, yeah. Like, you're like, oh, I got something, so I'm going to watch the baby this night. I've got something, you watch the baby this... Like, there's a trade-off. Let her go out. Yeah. Like, it's, it's been five months or whatever it is. Um, yeah, and Hannah looks so annoyed that Marnie would even suggest, like... Yep. I want to go out. She's just like, you mean you're just going to go and I'm not going to go? Like, that's bullshit. It's like, like, you had a baby. Yeah. <laughs> like, you've made your decision. Yeah, man. I was See, this is why I thought it was like a mothering thing because Hannah's being pouty and annoying. And after that, like, juice box thing, I was like, oh, my God. Mm. And, and Marnie's like, I'm just going to. Marnie didn't sign up to be a mom to both of them. Yeah. So that's why. And then so she's like, you know what? Forget it. I'm not going to do it. And then Hannah's like, well, I mean, how often does it happen? Maybe you can go next week or something. Yeah. And it's just like, I felt bad for Marnie so much in that situation. Which is the first time they've actually got us to really feel bad about Marnie. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, and with the juice box, you got to. That's a good point about her being like a, another child with the juice box. That really visually hones in on that so yeah. yeah it was so gross like it was just gross man <sighs> i mean what is like marnie has was this marnie's whole thing was that her whole goal like throughout the series to like end up here i, like, I can't imagine that's like, what it was gonna be like she's been here for almost half a year with hannah yeah. Well, we get to a point later in the episode where, yeah, well, I'll save it. But yeah, we're, we're we're powering through this. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is such a weird. <laughs> yeah. I really expected some giant blowout for like the last episode. Again, I think the last episode episode should have been the finale. Like it just felt like a perfect ending, and then this felt so unnecessary, and it made me dislike characters and i i don't know man <laughs> it was a weird one we, we were we were texting like you texted me like right after you had watched it and i was like in the middle of watching it and i texted you and i was like this episode man yeah yeah i texted you this episode and then you texted me back this is a nightmare <laughs> <laughs> it, it really does harken back to like full circle like when we first started watching the show and just being like what are these characters and where are they going and yeah. I thought they kind of, oh, yeah, last episode kind of wrapped it all up. The one before this, but yeah. Yeah. So then uh, Marnie's taking uh, thirst trap pictures in the bathroom to send to somebody who we haven't yet met or heard about. Mm -hmm. So I was a little confused about that. I, I thought she was just taking pictures to get on like a dating site or OnlyFans or something. I, I wasn't sure if she was doing it specifically for a person. I thought she was just kind of getting it out there. Mm, post it on point. the gram. Yeah. Get, get loads of likes on that shit, mm -hmm. dude. Um, and then fucking Hannah bursts in because Grover's just bawling his eyes out. She's like, fucking Grover hates me. Will you please take care of him? I've been trying to breastfeed him and he's just crying and he hates me. He hates me like all men hate me and you deal with it gives marnie grover and marnie's like in this like sexy lingerie and then hannah like thrusts grover upon her and then leaves yeah. and i was like oh my god dude 
Yeah, and no no acknowledgement of Marnie standing in front of a mirror taking selfies of herself. Just like can't handle the baby crying, giving it. Yeah. Nope. It's so gross. <laughs> it's so gross, dude. Why did Marnie sign up for this though? That because she she wins. This, this is, is her prize. This is what she wanted. Okay, you got it. This is her prize, man. She, she won wanted. the best friend contest. Yeah, and she's proving that she's the best friend by being miserable. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. So then, Laureen shows up. Hannah's mom. And Hannah's been like asleep for 11 hours. Apparently she's just zonked out. And then Laureen like screams at her to wake up. She's like, you've been asleep for 11 hours. Grover's crying in the background too. Like, Yeah, Grover's been awake for three hours. And at that point I was like, well, who's been looking after Grover? Like, what's, (laughs) why are you standing in the doorway? Why are you not holding the baby? Where's Marnie? Like, there's so many questions. Why is that baby, like babies cry. Sometimes you can leave a baby crying if that's the thing, if you're trying to like, let cry it like, out or yeah. whatever. But like, I don't know if anybody's even checked in. They're just <laughs> everyone's checking in on Hannah. Yeah, I also don't know protocol. I'm, I'm obviously not a parent, but I would assume I, I would think that like a baby that young would be in the same room as the parents. It could be. Yeah, I mean, it's no reason not to be in the. Uh... I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it could definitely be in a crib right next to the bed, making it easier for you. Yeah. Everyone listening to this is finding out I'm going to be a horrible father. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you put the baby in the basement. That's the best way to raise it. <laughs> so Lorene comes in and uh, she she shows up and then Hannah's pissed about her mom being there. And she yells at Marnie about it because Marnie called her to come help. Why and is she pissed that her mom is there? I don't get it. I don't know either, man. Like, that's just she, another helping hand. You guys can now go to that wine place while she watches the baby tonight. Like, what right? are you doing? Like, that is... Yeah, so she, like, storms out of the house with a breast pumps on. And she, you know, Marnie's playing with Grover. And Grover seems to be having a good time. And Hannah comes outside and she's like... You called my fucking mom to come help? What's the pro what's your problem? Like, what are you doing? Like, we've got this handled. And Marnie's like, we don't have this handled, dude. Like, I I can't take this. Like, this is above my pay grade. I can't I can't do this. Like, I need I need to go out or something. Like, I need some kind of not being around you and the baby. Mm-hmm. Then Hannah's like, oh, well, what a best friend you are. You signed up for this and you said you're going to help me. And now look at you. You're a terrible friend. Uh, she says that Marnie came to to help her and she's doing a bad job and that Marnie's immature. And she storms back into the house. Yeah. And then Marnie says, you look like a Ghostbuster or something, which I thought was funny. Yeah. <laughs> that was a great line. She has that uh, breast pumping vest on. Like, like yeah. it's like a double, like a black vest that has like the double pumps. Um, but this is exactly what you were talking about, about Hannah being in terrible situations and then mm-hmm. lashing out at people. Because yeah. Marnie, based on what we've seen, Marnie's be a, a much better at this than Hannah. 
Yeah, and like she was annoying and like just showing up, forcing herself in there. The stuff she was saying at the waiting room about other people's kids, not mm-hmm. shutting up in the car, like a lot of bad things. But the one thing she's doing well is like she knows how to swaddle a baby. She knows mm-hmm. how to hold the baby and she's reading the books. So she's with all of her flaws, she does have like her pros that are like, OK, this is actually OK for the baby, you know? See, this is what I'm thinking about speaking about the pros. So every it's more of a thing where Hannah is jealous that Grover, I feel like, likes Marnie better because when she's singing in the car, Grover's quiet. Mm-hmm. And then when she stops singing, Grover starts crying. Uh, Marnie swaddles Grover better than her. Marnie seems to know better how to breastfeed him. And like every time we see Marnie with Grover, Grover's having a great time and not crying. And then whenever we see Grover with Hannah, he's crying. And that's that's why Hannah had an outburst and being like, he hates me. Here, you hold him. Because I think, you know, obviously deep down, Hannah knows that Marnie can calm Grover down. Mm-hmm. And she's lashing out because she knows that deep down. And she just wants Grover to love her like uh, he loves Marnie, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I I can't fully argue against that. It's just they don't really they don't really wrap that up in the episode if that's the case. You know what I mean? Like Yeah. And I wish that there was a scene of Hannah being like, "Look, I know that you're helping and it's awesome that you're helping, but I need to figure this out for myself and like this is my kid and I can't just have him like you more than me." You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's what it felt like it was going to be from the beginning, which he, like, butts in and says, I'm going to help you raise this kid, and she does. And it's like, Hannah, I, I thought Hannah was going to have to send Marnie away. Like, mm-hmm. even if it's just for Marnie's own good to get away. Like, it's not healthy for you to say, I'm just going to latch on, and Hannah and her baby will now be my whole life's goal. Like, oh, that is Vance. troubling. Yeah. Uncovering another uh, a double entendre. With Marnie latching on to Hannah's motherhood life. Mm, yeah. Yeah, if that is the case, then why why do we need this episode though still? <laughs> like <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if it's just gonna be like, oh, Marnie latches on to Hannah's baby, it's like you gotta build to that, it seems, as opposed to just being like, all right, here's a one off episode of Marnie being obsessed with Hannah, which throughout the last couple seasons Marnie has not cared what Hannah's been doing. They haven't, yeah. they've barely been in scenes together, you know? So yeah. it just comes out of nowhere that she's like, I mean, granted, she's not with Desi and her life is falling apart, but, you know. Yeah, she's got nothing going on. But still, you know. But yeah, so she she runs back in the house and then she's taking a bath and Laureen and is like commiserating with Hannah and giving her some advice about like, hey, you know, like, breastfeeding's hard like i had a hard time doing it and like my nipples inverted and they felt terrible and and like so i just gave you formula you know and you turned out fine and hannah's like no i didn't turn out fine or or i maybe i did turn out fine but i want grover to be better than fine i want him to be breastfed and you know because you know marnie gave a bunch of facts about you know breastfed kids are usually smarter and they get better jobs for or, or some bullshit like that um even though like marty's like i was breastfed for two years and it's like how did that work out for you and she's like yeah it worked out great it's like really marty yeah yeah and hannah's like did it (laughs) did it really (laughs) 
as your chauffeur on your around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. With no job or your only purpose in life is to help your friend, your single mother friend. Like, I don't know. I guess, uh, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I, I just have no idea what this episode is about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, we know what it's about, but we don't know why. I, I don't. I'm, yeah. So, yeah, Hannah's in the bath and Laureen and her commiserating. And then Hannah kind of projects all of her, like, insecurities about being a mother and being like, I'm worried that I'm going to be a bad mother. Like, I'm overweight. I'm uh, emotionally unstable. I have personality disorders or whatever. And, you know, it's I'm bad. I'm worried that I'm going to pass that on to Grover and be a terrible mother and be a terrible influence on him. And she's going to make him like a terrible grown up or she's going to raise him terribly or whatever and then she's talking about how like no one understands her and the mom's like what are you talking about like what you think that you're the only person going through shit and and she's like you know marnie called me weeping like upset because you made her feel like such shit and i took a 5 a.m flight to come here to help you raise your baby for at least a little while. And then Hannah's like, well, uh, of course Marnie did that because she's immature and awful or whatever. Yeah, I mean, to your point, like, Hannah is playing, plays the victim so hard. Like, the mom's Absolutely. like, who said this would be easy? Like, do you think it was easy for me the last couple of years? Like, do you think parenting well, is easy? Like, all this stuff? And, like, I mean, there's a the big line coming up, uh, Oh, dude, but and I love that Laureen is giving her, like, a fucking tongue lashing, like, a stern talking to about, like, you know, Marnie thought that you would be mature and make a mature choice, and you did. You signed up for this. Mm-hmm. This isn't anybody else's responsibility. Like, you didn't have to have this baby. You signed up for it, and you can't get out of this. Mm-hmm. Like, this isn't a, you're not going to be able to get your tuition refunded. You're not going to block someone's number this isn't adam this isn't all your friends like this is a commitment break a lease yeah yeah this is a commitment that you can't get out of and you're stuck with it Mm -hmm. and it's not gonna be easy and fucking hannah is like well she's like i don't know why you're yelling at me i'm going through emotional pain and distress and hannah's mom's like you know who else is going through emotional pain pain and distress fucking everyone yeah everyone's doing it. she's like you think that this is easy for me like i am having a real hard time with my life i you know your dad is gay i found out and like i'm navigating single waters and i've and now i'm helping you raise a kid and then hannah says maybe you should have picked a better husband that wasn't gay and uh, fuck what else did she say uh and then uh, i just wrote down she calls the mom out for marrying gay husband and blames her for the way she was raised like yes yeah yeah, it's like oh if you didn't marry a gay man and i would have been raised in a happier household and i wouldn't have turned out the way i am like just completely putting it on the mom and it was such a low blow yeah. Such, and I forget if uh, I forget with the Lorraine like how she reacts to it, but she's like, she has like a subtle like, oh, that's just that's that's well, below the belt right there. Yeah. yeah, she she says, wow, she says something like, wow, yeah. thanks, Hannah. I really needed to hear that. That's mm-hmm. great. Yeah, and then Hannah like storms out, and it is just like, 
I need a fucking moment of silence for Lorene's emotions, right? Like, that was so unnecessarily cruel. Yes. And that's what I was saying. That's the Hannah from earlier seasons where she was low in likability rankings. Where I was like, oh, yeah, she's just hurtful. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, that was, un- like, so unnecessarily. It's not valid. Not even a good argument. Because she didn't know her dad was gay that whole time. She grew up in a normal in the most normal-esque household she could have, you know? Like, yeah, Marty and- grew up in a divorce-separated household. So did Shoshana. Jessa doesn't doesn't know where her mom is, I guess. Like, compared and her, and her to all dad was ones, always abandoning her. Yeah, so uh, compared to all the other ones, she has the most stable home life. Yeah, and throughout the entire series, all we've ever seen of her parents are that they support her. I mean, they cut her off in the first episode financially, financially but they support but- her dreams. I mean, even financially, they, they'll waffle and be like, we'll help you out if you really yeah. need it. Yeah. But but like all they've done is support her and her decisions and like give her sage wisdom and and try to help. Mm-hmm. I, fu- I dude, if I was Lorraine, I would have fucking slapped that. I'd be like, you fucking don't ever talk to me like that. <laughs> like, that is so low and so cutting and so it made me so sad. The, the, the issue I have with this even though like in the moment it's awful it doesn't get remedied by the end of the episode either no it kind of get remedied off screen but not for lorraine's benefit you know what i mean and i'm just like no like let's have that scene well for the rest of the episode the reason why it doesn't get memory memoried remedied is because hannah just like runs away from home for a little bit (laughs) yeah which I don't know what this adventure was supposed to be. Like, we, yeah, man. We get, uh, yeah, I mean, we can go to, we can stay in order and hit it when we hit it. Yeah, so she storms off and she she's like, quote unquote, run away from home and she's walking and some guy pulls over. He's driving next to her and he's like, hey, are you all right? Because she's just walking like a crazy woman. And she's like, she says something like, yeah, I'm not a hooker, all right? He's like she's she's wearing I, jeans and a, like a oversized jeans and hoodie. Like even like yeah. everything's baggy. She and she's walking through this uh this cul-de-sac like neighborhood. Like yeah. in in certain places people don't walk, you know? Like mm-hmm. it's not New York City where you're just like, "Oh, there's someone on the street." It's like a woman randomly walking on the side of the road and like with no no direction of where she's going no back you know what i mean it's like what is she doing well, yeah i mean there's yeah. n- there's not even a sidewalk or yeah. anything yeah. like so she's just walking yeah. on like you said on the side of the road yeah. and then the guy's like hey is everything all right are you okay yeah. and she's like what what do you want i'm not a hooker and the guy's response is well, i never said that you were uh, sorry I, I just was asking if you're all right and then he uh. drives off <laughs> And She's I was, like, fucking men are disgusting. <laughs> yeah, I was so happy he just drove off and we didn't have to have a long scene of them having a back and forth. And then like. Then they uh, end up fucking. <laughs> or, or just like her explaining the like history of men and their and their hero, hero nature or something like. like yeah. Like I just did. I was like, all right. Like we like this isn't even what this episode's about. Like it's just thrown in there. Like. Yeah. And it was so weird. And then it gets doubled down later, too, with the cop car for some reason. So now I don't even know what the. Yeah. Yeah. And 
So then the next scene is Marnie FaceTiming with some dude that we've never seen in this series before. Yeah. And their role play FaceTime sexting. Yeah. Where she's like a British. They're both British? Are they both British? I think she's playing a British stewardess. Stewardess. And he's the pilot and her name is Shelly. And the the guy's played by Brad Morris. I've seen him in some shows. I think he's a comedian. Um, Mm. Yeah. Playing a character, Delvin P. Yeah. They're going back and forth about like, oh, there's a guy in 11C and he said that he's having problems with his dick. Should I go inspect his dick? And Delvin's like, yeah, you should put the oxygen mask on his dick. Or it's, it's like, it's like really is, bad. Like I wasn't even paying attention. I was like, this is bad. Like it's and horrible. I, was, I wasn't sure if Delvin felt like it was bad too. Like he should have, because like, it was. <laughs> it was rough, man. Yeah. So then uh, Lorraine barges in. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marty's just getting barged in on like constantly. Nobody knocks in this household. Yeah. You know, lock a door. Lock a door. <laughs> That's true, too. Yeah. Uh, so she barges in and Marnie's like masturbating and she's like, oh, throws the phone, uh, takes her hand out from between her legs. And and Lorraine's like, we're out of breast milk. Ma. Uh-oh. I'm sorry. Yeah. And then closes the door. And then you just hear Dalvin in the background saying something like. This is the pilot speaking. <laughs> yeah, you could still hear him on the phone. Yeah. So then Marnie, Marnie comes down and uh, <laughs> Lorene is like, yeah, we're out of breast milk and we can't get any until Hannah comes back. And also, I'm sorry that uh, that I walked in on you masturbating. She says beating off the start. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought it was such a funny, funny yeah. use of that. Uh, and, and, and Marnie is just like, no, no, I wasn't. No, what? No. No, I didn't do that. And and then the mom's like, no, it's fine. Yeah, masturbating. That's what I, I yeah. live alone. Like, it's fine. Like, yeah. And you know Lorraine has walked in on Hannah masturbating multiple times. Absolutely. Like, I feel like because Marnie's character, she would want to try to deny it. But because of Lorraine and who she is and who her daughter is, I feel like if anyone's going to walk in on you doing that, you want it to be her. Because there's going to be yeah, no she judgment. Seems very understanding. There's going to be no judgment, no shame, not something that she keeps in the back of her mind and like brings up at a dinner party. Like this will not even be top fifty on our things that she's seen in her life. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, we saw an episode where the dad like cracked his skull in the bathtub, but because they were fucking in the shower. Yeah. Like Marnie masturbating, that's a walk in the park. That's and, nothing. And you know, Hannah's had her OCD masturbating issues, and I'm sure that that has come up. Like, yeah, yeah, for um, sure. Do you want to do a little Joe's fashion corner on the pajamas that Marnie? Look, is man, I just hate. I hate. I just hate pajamas. Like, if you have pajamas fuck off like you sleep in shorts and a t-shirt or underwear and a t-shirt or like stuff that you are like if you specifically go out and buy weird nighty button-up pajamas go fuck yourself you're weird who do you think you are like it seems unnecessarily fancy in like 1950s i hate it i hate it so much i just wanted i, I just it, wanted to give you the pulpit to speak well wasn't it like earlier in the series i think that it was maybe Marnie. 
Yeah, Mar- oh, Mimi Rose. Mimi okay. Rose is where yeah. you attack the pajama. I, I have Dude. to say, I noticed uh, Marnie's pajamas here, and I was like, what is this? Because we've yeah. gone from her like in her like lingerie, and then these these pajamas are so... It, it doesn't look like anything that she would ever wear. That, that threw me off, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is like a little kid's pajamas. <laughs> yeah, like, what is happening? Maybe that's what they were going for. I can get down with pajama pants because pajama pants you wear around the house. You know, they're like house pants or whatever. But Marnie, when she's masturbating, she has like a a tank top on and I'm assuming, you know, just underwear on on the bottom. But I don't know because they have the covers covering her. Probably hopefully nothing if she's masturbating. But, you know, maybe. I mean, who knows? But if she showed up downstairs with, you know, the tank top and the pajama pants down with that. That's fine. I think in this scene, she's definitely going to try to cover herself up and look more prudish or not prudish, but more innocent after what just happened. Here's what's acceptable. All right. The tank top and the pajama pants. Acceptable. The tank top, pajama pants, maybe a robe over top to cover herself up some more. Acceptable. What she came down in matching pajama set. Unacceptable. So awful. What if she mismatched, uh, like if she mismatched them, like if she had a different top and different bottom, like you buy two sets and then you swap. That that would make me want to puke. That's awful. (laughs) Can you imagine buttoning a shirt to go to sleep in? Like, fuck you. Like, that's awful. Like, that's not comfortable. You don't sleep sleep in your button downs? With the tie, just loosen the tie and go to bed? (laughs) Dude, it's so terrible. Do you have... You don't want to do that. No. It's terrible. Like, I can't imagine, like, doing work to fucking go to sleep. But I also... I also... Here's where how I stand. Like, I don't wear button-down shirts, like, to go out in. Like, for me, it's, like, t-shirt, jeans, or I'm wearing a suit. Like, there's no in-between for me. No, I'll, I'll rock a nice button-down to go out. And that's that's acceptable. That's totally acceptable. And well, I as, as long as that. you accept it, I'll continue to. Do I respect it. it. I respect it. Yeah, because that's a good look. It's just like that's not my look. All right, but this button-down pajama top. No, <laughs> we're gonna get a lot of videos from listeners just burning their pajamas after you just. <laughs> <laughs> and they should. <laughs> if you have that, and you're listening to this right now. Toss it. Sleep in a t-shirt. It's so much more comfortable. It's so much more comfortable, and it's so much easier. I just picture someone writing it like, Joe changed my life. I've been sleeping in pajama tops this whole time, and I switched. And they should. They should appreciate that. How much easier is it just to slip on a t-shirt versus buttoning a shirt to sleep? Go fuck yourself. Hey, some people don't live in California. It gets cold. Wear a sweatshirt. Wear a hoodie. Yeah, I'm just playing. Wear a long sleeve t-shirt. I don't care. Double up on blankets. All right. Fashion corner. This, this is gonna be this is gonna be my stance forever. Like those know, pajama I, tops are terrible. I thought you would have uh more more to say about the actual look of the pajamas, not just the pajamas in general. But okay. I mean, I didn't because of the SD version. I didn't really see what the pattern was on the pajamas. Uh, you know, that's, that's I, I was doing the best I could. That's <laughs> doing the, the best asterisk. I could. Advance. That's the asterisk <laughs> next to every fashion corner. Joe doesn't see, really know what he looks like. <laughs> see, the thing is like. 
I liked what Marnie had on more than what Mimi Rose had on. Like if like really? silky pajama. Really? The silky ones. The silky ones. Those are worse to me. I I, I think that they're probably more comfortable no. because like silky is probably pretty nice. But nah, Mimi Rose looked real comfortable in that. Like, and she was yeah, and she was like walking around. That was like all like you could spend the whole day in that. I feel like yeah, yeah. So I think that that's more comfortable but i think the look of it is worse it's very 1950s like who are you trying to impress like, housewife type thing and i don't dig that mm-hmm. I, actually i think that that might be better than marnie's <laughs> but marnie's just doesn't just, seem comfortable either we've been talking about pajamas for so long it's like wool versus silk I, they're, they're all terrible matching pajama sets fuck off anyway so where were we uh <laughs> they ended up finding some formula in the house yes i don't know why they have the formula um mm-hmm. i guess just in a case of emergencies and uh they're like well we we need this and then uh lorraine shows it to marnie and marnie looks at the ingredient she's like it's not that bad yeah this isn't even that bad yeah and you're like okay they're gonna give the baby formula and Hannah's going to flip out, maybe? Mm-hmm. No, not really. They could have done it like behind her back and lied or, or whatever. But So this is the part that I found very interesting, is Lorraine basically confronts Marnie to be like, hey, what are you doing here? Like, why are you doing this? Are you happy doing this? And Marnie is like, oh, I mean, yeah, I'm happy, I guess. And Lorraine's like, are you though? And Marnie's like, nah. <laughs> but Marnie frames it as like, it's not my turn to be happy. Did she say that? <laughs> like, oh, she said it was something like that where it was like, it's not my time. That's what it yeah. was. Hannah needs me and I'm here sacrificing parts of my life uh, to make her happy, to make this easier for her because I'm a good friend. And Lorraine's like, dude, this would be so much better for you and for Hannah, if you were all happy. Yeah, it was something about like being fr- like, is this what friendship is? Like giving up your happiness for someone else, you know? Yeah. And Lorraine says something about like, you know, I was raising a kid with my best friend and I thought that we were like, we were all happy, but we weren't. And it turned out miserable. Uh, yeah. She's referencing yeah, she's Tad, her, right? Tad, yeah. Um, and I just, yeah, I was just like, what? If this was like something that was building, if we were building towards Hannah and Marnie raising, like if if Marnie had found out like, oh, I'm moving this way and Marnie was like, okay, I'm coming, as opposed to being sprung on us at the beginning of the episode and then time jumped, it just seemed like, all right, like you guys didn't end on a good note last episode that we saw. And all of a sudden, like now you want to be the best friend. You want to sacrifice everything. Marty doesn't do stuff not selfishly. You know what I mean? Like she yeah. would have some reason. Like, and I guess her reason is just to prove that she's a really good friend, which seems yes. so small in in the grand scheme of this. This is what Wikipedia says about this scene. It says, Lorraine advises Marnie that she should not put her love for Hannah above her own happiness as she herself had lost her own, quote, best friend, parentheses, tad by making the same mistake and i think that's a really good summation of that scene no that's not how uh, no because that's not how she lost head 
she didn't lose Tad because she put her emotions in front of his own. Like he was gay and closeted and he came to a realization. Like that doesn't make any sense at all. Like that's a whole different situation. (laughs) That's a good point, Vance. (laughs) I was trying to think of an argument against it to justify it, but (laughs) I'm just going to go along with you. (laughs) Yeah. There's nothing Lorraine could have done to stop Tad from being gay. Yeah. Good point. Like, yeah. No. Fuck you, Wikipedia. Yeah. So while all of this is happening, Hannah's, of course, on her side quest where she's walking around this neighborhood aimlessly running away from home. And then she r- runs into a, a girl that runs out of her house screaming like, I can't believe you. Like, get out of get out of get away from me, you fucking monster. I, I need to get out of here. And she starts running away and she's like in her underwear and a sweatshirt and hannah sees her and she's like are you all right is everything okay and the girl's like yeah i'm fine i just need to get out of here and Hannah's like no no no, don't like is everything okay like are you are you hurt is everything okay i'm a safe person you can trust me which is weird mm-hmm. i thought it was weird to like say like whenever somebody says that that's so creepy and weird to me yeah she's also walking around by herself outside too so like yeah yeah so the girl's like, no, not everything is okay. Uh, and she calls her ma'am. And then Hannah's like, okay, the ma'am, a little much. <laughs> she just doesn't like uh, being, she's not ready to be an adult yet. Yeah. yeah. So the girl is like, I just need to get out of here. Like uh, my boyfriend, he needs to know where I am and I need to use a cell phone. And Hannah's like, well, I don't have my cell phone on me, but you can't be walking around here in just your underwear. And she's like, here, take my pants, take my shoes. And the girl puts them on. She's like, these are pretty big. <laughs> she's like, they're big on me too. Yeah, Hannah's like, they're big on me too. Shut up. <laughs> <sighs> okay, you, you go on. I, I, have, I have thoughts, but yeah. So it, it makes it seem like the girl is running away from an abusive boyfriend or something like that because she you know that's just the assumption assumption that hannah makes and the assumption that you know us the viewers are supposed to make as well and hannah's like well tell me what's going on what's happening and then the girl tells the story of what was happening and it was that she had homework due on friday and it is wednesday and her mom wanted her to do the homework that night so she can get it out of the way before she went to her boyfriend's house and that was the only way that she was gonna let her daughter see her boyfriend is if she did her homework first and then the girl was like well fuck you you don't you don't own me and that's unfair why would i do it tonight if it's due friday and that's basically the story and then hannah's like so wait you ran out of your house because your mom wanted you to do your homework early and you're ran out screaming that she's a monster because she wants you to get things done early. And the girl's like, yeah, basically. And then has like, give me back my fucking pants. (laughs) (laughs) It was crazy when she took off her pants to give them to someone else. Like, it's that, it's like that Kramer and Seinfeld thing where like, he's like returning pants. It's like this story he has where he's like, oh yeah, I returned the pants. But then, they got dirty when I was walking there. And he's like, what are you talking about? He's like, the pants you were wearing were the ones you were going to return. 
it's like this thing like what now you don't have any pants like what are you doing yeah um, uh and this scene does something that is a bit of a pet peeve of mine in in shows and stuff and they do it a lot in rom-coms it's like when people don't say what's happening and they have to do oh, like yeah. hurdles to like avoid saying what happened like there's so the much vagaries, the, dude there's so much at the top of this where she could just say what's happening and she's like yeah and she's like oh it's just a monster i just need help i just need a phone to make a phone call like just like eventually you're gonna say it but like why are you burying this lead just for that like payoff you know and it's i fucking hate that too and a girl recently did that to me in real life and i was so pissed she this girl got into a car accident right and she totaled her car and i was like oh my god that's fucking crazy what and she kept being like yeah man drivers in la they're crazy and I was like, yeah, because I, I also got into an accident not too long ago and my car got totaled because a guy ran through a red light and smashed my car. And I told her that and I was like, yeah, so like what happened with you? And she was like, yeah, man, I was driving on the highway and I, I made a turn and I just ran into a wall. And I was like, that was it? Like nobody hit you or anything? And she was like, no, I just ran into a wall. And I was like, why, why are you saying LA drivers are crazy? Yeah, what is that? You're you're the fucking crazy driver. You did this unprompted. And and she was like, "Yeah, I was going 85." And I was like, "You were going 85? You're lucky to be alive." Uh, no, I was like, "You were going 85?" And she goes, "Yeah, don't you drive 85 on the highway?" And I was like, "Yeah, I I do, but I don't run into walls." Yeah. Like I was so pissed because she made it was like, yeah, drivers in L.A., that's crazy, right? And I thought we we're going to have like a bonding moment because I got hit by a crazy driver. But no, this fucking girl just smashed into a wall. And I was like, you duped me. <laughs> yeah, I don't, yeah then, that, that's a weird that's a weird way to be like, oh, yeah, drivers in L.A., crazy. But, you know, walls, yeah. <laughs> walls. Yeah. I was like, dude, you're the crazy driver. And she's like, hey, yeah, I guess. I like, you know, fucking I guess that's what and. <laughs> I was in that fucking moment where, like, I should have told that girl, give me back my pants. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> and that girl runs away with her pants and shoes. Yeah. And has, like, great, great. Well, fuck you. Your mom. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. She basically gives her a speech about, like, your mom wants you to do your homework because she wants you to be the best that you can be. And you're being selfish and stupid. And your mom would rather be doing so many other things than telling you to do your homework but she's not because she loves you and she cares about you and then the girl's like fuck you and then runs off with hannah's pants there's a there's a great line in there it's like what do you think your mom will do when you come back home and the girl's like give me a hug and she's like yes because she loves you and only cares about your safety and well-being right yeah and i was th i'm thinking about that right now and it would have been a nice bow if when Hannah goes back home, she just hugged her mom. Yes. Like, it just would have been nice, you know? Yes. Uh, because, because we get this, her saying this to this random girl who uh, I don't think has a name at all, right? <laughs> so she says all the stuff that she needs to, which she's, like, Hannah's having her realization, and she's saying it to this girl. But this is stuff that she needs to, like, take in realize and then apologize to the mom about what she just did what this girl is doing to her mom just before this you know? yeah and it's like 
you realize it, but then we don't get any satisfaction of Lorraine realizing that you've realized it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Who, like, why? Like, this should be for the people at that place to realize, like Marnie and Lorraine to realize, oh, I've, I've come to an understanding. Hannah should have come home and, like you said, like hugged Lorraine, hugged Marnie or something, apologized. But no, we don't get any of that. We no. just get <laughs> this episode is so disappointing, dude. It's so disappointing. Like, if it wasn't a finale, too, it'd be fine. But it's just if you're going to leave off the way this is and that's going to be the last image of this series. Like, yes. So strange. I can't agree more, man. Like, yeah. it's so bad. Like, there's no fucking. <sighs> yeah, again, not a bad episode as a whole, but just not a finale, man. Yeah. So uh, Hannah's walking through the streets, pantsless and shoeless. And uh, behind her, a cop pulls up next to her and is like, hey, are, is everything all right? Like, you, what are you doing? And it's like, nah, I just had a baby and like shit's going crazy right now. And the cop's like, okay, do you? I kind of love, I kind of loved her. Like, he's like, where's your pants and shoes? And then she's like, I just had a baby. He's like, oh, okay, I get it. Yeah. Like, I yeah. kind of like, like that. Oh, that makes joke. sense. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like, how about, how about, uh, do you live around here? And she's like, yeah, I just live a little ways down that way. And he's like, how about you uh, get in the car and I'll give you a ride home? And Hannah's like, Nah, I'm good. <laughs> and he's like, okay. And then he basically like kind of escorts her home. Yeah, just following her in the car, talking over the loudspeaker. And just because this show is what it is, I was like, is it dangerous if she gets in that backseat of that cop car? <laughs> yes, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> the show has made me so, so cautious of everything. Yes. As um, soon as like he was like, why don't you get in the car? It did seem, the, his offer seemed a little creepy to me. Yeah. And, it, and I was like, don't get in that car. Yeah. <laughs> and at the end, it doesn't seem like it is. Yeah. Uh, but at that moment, I'm like, good decision. Do not. Yeah. So he like escorts her home, just driving next to her and being like, take your time. Like, well, it'll be fine. Like, let's just get you home. Mm -hmm. Get you home safe. Because, I mean, obviously, also, if you are a cop and you see that, you, you need to do something. Like, yeah. obviously, something's not right. Yeah. And you need to make sure that, like, the citizens of your town or city are safe. So. Yeah, and, and honestly, that cop has nothing else to do. Exactly. I was yeah. going to say, like, in L.A., cops yeah. wouldn't do that no. shit. In a but, like, in city. a small town, in a small town, like, wherever she lives, mm -hmm. a cop's going to do that. Yeah. And, so and, good and, on him. And the only other cop is probably helping the girl in the baggy jeans running around. <laughs> <laughs> Did you report yeah. some stolen shoes and jeans? Yeah. <laughs> so then we get to a scene where Marnie and Lorraine are like drinking wine on the porch. They're kind of bonding about like, you know, Lorraine's like, so what are you going to do next, Marnie? Like, what, what, what's up with you? You can't just be doing this with Hannah forever. And then Marnie's like, well, I kind of was thinking about going back to law school. And Lorraine's like, boring. <laughs> <laughs> Lorraine's on fire this episode, man. Yeah, ever Lorraine's since, awesome in the ever, ever she since she did it. those gummies, she's been she's been on one. Yeah. <laughs> and then Marnie's like, I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm trying to figure it out. Then Lorraine says something about like, yeah, I have a friend that's a judge. You'd be a good judge. 
was like, you have to go to law school in order to be a judge, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you don't just become a judge. Yeah. And then she talks about how her friend is a judge and she goes on all these dates from Christian Mingle and Martin's like, really? That sounds so cool. That does not sound cool. Yeah. Like, you you have Tinder at your fingertips, Marnie. Like, what are you talking about? You're, you're fucking sexting Dalvin or whatever. Why does this character get a full name like we're going to meet him? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's why I, that's why I think that this, they may, did they think that there was going to be another season? I don't know. I, I have to look into that. We'll, 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 we'll bring that up in the follow-up episode where we yeah. recap the whole series. Um, But... Yeah, I was just like, oh. And she's like, oh, it was a guy, Delvin P. And I'm like, is this information that I can use? Like, what yeah. is this? Are we going to see him again? No. No. Uh, yeah. So then Hannah arrives and the officer's like, all right, have a good night. And she's like, thanks, doctor. Or doctor. Officer. And his name is Officer, like, Schnooped. I saw in the closed caption, his name is like S-C-H-N-O-O-P-T. I was like, what the fuck name why is not? that? Just why not? Just why what not? What kind of name is Officer Schnooped? Why not? We got Grover, we got Delvin P, uh, we got Schnooped. <laughs> so Hannah comes and she sits down next to, between uh, Lorraine and Marnie, and Lorraine gives her her glass of wine. And as soon as she sits down, basically... You know, Lorraine's like, where are your pants? And Hannah's like, it's been a, it was a long story. And then, as, and then she takes a sip of wine and then immediately Grover starts crying. Yeah. And and then they're like, let's go help her. Let's go help with Grover. And Hannah's like, no, no, no. I got this. Don't worry about it. I'm going to go up and I'm going to fucking coddle this motherfucker. And, and this moment, is that supposed to be the grand moment where like Hannah made a realization? Is that her being like, oh, yeah, I got this. Like, and everyone's like, oh, wow, you are a parent now. Because I feel like that's the least you could do after just disappearing and coming back pantsless. Like, yeah. I'm not like, oh, she's really growing up. She left the house and now was coming back with no <laughs> shoes or pants. Yeah. <laughs> I think if there there was a big moment, it was when she was berating the teenage girl. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, for... For uh, Marnie and Lorraine. Like, how are yeah. they viewing this scenario? Because they both get up, and then she tells them both to sit down and continue drinking and hanging out, and she's going to go take care of the baby. You know? And yeah. I just feel this, like... This scene needed a group hug and an apology. It just... Need, like, there's so many more questions. Like, if your daughter shows up, and she's been gone and like she doesn't have pants on and also they mentioned that they gave grover formula and he liked it and she's just like yeah okay yeah and i was like oh she's not gonna blow up about that she's not gonna like have some like response of like i don't know yeah i think that that moment is kind of like a you know when you become a parent i think that you have a lot of idea and again i'm not a parent I don't know anything about this, but I think that when you become a parent, you have all these ideals and you have all these like, no, I'm going to do it this way and it's going to be strict like this. And then you just need to find a way to make it work eventually because, you know, you're going to need to 
adapt because all of your plans are going to go to shit. Yep. So Hannah goes upstairs and she's trying to soothe Grover and she sits down and she uh she's like, all right, I'm going to get this baby to breastfeed. And she sits down, she pulls out her boob and she finally gets Grover to latch on and start feeding from her. And it's a zoom in tight on her face and she looks real happy. And then that is the end of the episode. That is the end of the series. And our closing moments are just Hannah singing a sweet lullaby to Grover. You know what's really weird about it ending with the baby latching on? Is that the episode started with the baby used to latch on, right? Mm-hmm. And then it just stopped all of a sudden. And the doctor's like, ah, maybe it'll come back. It's kind of fickle. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Suggestion of formula adamant about not wanting to use formula the moment right before she goes to breastfeed they say they gave the baby formula mm-hmm. you know like it would almost be one of those like like you were saying like adjusting your plans you know it would be like if she's if she decided okay i'm gonna give the baby formula because yeah. it's not taking the milk but it was drinking from the bottle too it wasn't like it wasn't drinking breast milk at all it was just like it just wasn't latching on and breastfeeding naturally you know, yeah. and you know, some people pump just the like, oh, I'm just gonna have this so I don't have to breastfeed at work or like whatever. And here's a bottle, and or like the dad's taking the baby, so here's the bottles. Like no one, I mean, I, people are different. You know, you want your baby to want to do the natural thing, but whatever. It just, it's just really strange that this is the ending of this. Like, this is what it was building towards, you know? Mm-hmm. No Shoshana, no Jessa. No Ray follow-up with uh, Abigail, which I, nope. I I guess is just that weird carousel ride. No Adam. I guess Adam and Jess are still together. I mean, it's a five-month jump. No Elijah. Like, was Jessa pregnant? Remember we had that, like, thing when she threw up and we weren't sure? I guess yeah. that was just her throwing up. I guess. Did they think they were having a seventh season? That's interesting. I don't think they it, did. It had to have been. I, I mean, uh, this just feels like such an unnatural ending. Like, it doesn't seem like it was the end. Like, I, there had to, they had to have think that, thought that it was going to go on or something. I, I just don't know. And I was wondering why, why did Hannah's mom fly there when the dad is literally an hour away? in the city and he and last episode he talked about how if she went here they could pop up you know if they needed help yeah i just i just don't know i guess elijah's i guess elijah's broadway performance is fine like he just got i don't know it just seems yeah i don't know i would have really liked last episode to be the last episode the one before this Yeah. yeah me too I agree with you. But that's it. We did it, Vance. We made it. We made it. Oh, no. This was supposed to be the thing. This was supposed to be the finale. HBO announced its its, uh, sixth season would be its last, allowing the writers to create a proper finale. So that was intentional. That's how it was supposed to be. Yeah. I mean, Adam was gone two episodes ago. 
it was a letdown. This was a letdown. Mm-hmm. The, I felt like the last episode was a perfect ending, and then this, you know, like I said at the beginning, it was an unnecessary epilogue, and it it left it made me have more questions and want to see more, mm-hmm. but we're not going to. Yeah, I mean, this show always does surprise us and like do stuff that we don't expect. I with with an epilogue, I would have loved to just see. I don't know what I would have wanted with an epilogue. I don't know. I don't know what I wanted to see. Maybe I just wanted to follow up with some of the characters. Yeah. I'm cu- I'm like super curious about Adam and Jessa's relationship after what happened. Uh I yeah. was curious about Ray, like what he was going to do. Same. Um, I wish I maybe they I wish I would have done like a spin-off of like girls uh minus Hannah and Marnie. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. Because like, I got attached to the other characters. Like, so Desi walking away from that show that day, well, that was it for him. Yeah. Yeah. But that's it. We hit it. We hit the end. Yeah. Um, Have any final thoughts on this episode? Uh, before we get to the likabilities? Yeah. The the season six likability rankings. Uh, no, I don't really. I think, think this, is, this is it. And like I've alluded to, we're going to do a full series recap episode so we can dive Mm. deeper into all of these arcs but yeah all right so like ability rankings for season six and i will say things have changed mightily based off of this episode alone uh would you like to take the lead on this because i am woefully unprepared for this one (laughs) oh vance (laughs) I am woefully unprepared as well. <laughs> We're finishing strong. Because <laughs> here's the thing. is it's, it's really weird because throughout this whole season, I've been a fan of Hannah. Mm-hmm. But this last episode tanked her stock so fucking hard. I know. I know. So fucking hard. It's like she heard that we were doing like ability rankings and she was like near the top. <laughs> and she's like, let me see how fast I can plummet. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I have no. Like. So do we want to do the guys first or do you want to just are they even worth doing? I feel like the guys aren't worth doing because. Uh, I can't. They, I feel like it's they the weren't same. really in the last episode. Yeah, it's the same. Like Elijah's awesome, Ray's yeah. awesome, and then Adam's like somewhere in the middle, and yeah. Desi sucks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. There we go. Uh, we nailed go. that one. And Chuck Palmer stole the most awful person in the world. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah, yeah. That guy's yeah, fucking insane. That psychopath. Yeah. All um, right. Yeah. Okay. Let's. <laughs> Everyone loves right. these like Here... Lily rankings. Here. I think Shoshana has to go to the top of my list just for the call out in the last episode. Yes, I agree. Shoshana, number one, she's not in it enough to really do anything unlikable. Nope. And her her mean thing in the last episode where she like calls everybody out and is like, dude, we're not friends. It's it's hurtful to hear, but it's the truth. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I have new priorities. I have new friends. None of you guys ever treated me like a friend. So, like, let's just stop pretending that we're friends. Like, it's fine. Like, we're, we're moving on. Yeah. They never and treated her like a friend. <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah. And she brings that up. Like, she says it to Hannah. Mm-hmm. And she's like, dude, like, I was the last fucking person to hear that you're pregnant. 
uh, why would I invite you to my engagement party? Like, you'd never respected me as a friend. Yeah. So for her being like a supportive friend to Ray, who we all love, and basically like doing nothing offensive throughout this season. Like she's barely she's got to be it. number one. She's, yeah, she's yeah. barely in this season. Yeah. She's barely in it. And so she just takes number one by default. Mm-hmm. Number two. And and Shoshana's number one by like a a distant margin. I feel. Yeah. Everybody else is like so far behind. But is your number two? This is my tough. number two. Is my number two is Jessa. Number two is Jessa. Yeah, it's it really falls hard this episode with Hannah because otherwise I think Hannah takes the spot. Yeah, yeah. Without this episode, Hannah's number two, and mm-hmm. it's like. Then it's a chasm between mm-hmm. two and three. Yeah. But now it's a chasm between one and two. Yeah. And Jessa ekes out number two. I I don't even think it's that big of a chasm with Jessa. Because she's not terrible this season at all. I don't think. Yeah. And like, it seemed like the last episode she had a realization about herself. And like, maybe there's room for growth where she's like, yeah. look, I looked in, into the mirror and I saw who I was and I didn't like it. And I'm working on it. And I quit being a therapist trying to be a therapist because i knew i wasn't where i needed to be which i mean i don't know if that's a a valid enough reason to not be a therapist um well yeah yeah, but for her it is and like i respect that you know she's looking at the man in the mirror you know i just just hate that justin never got something to to latch on to like latching yeah Yeah. and, (laughs) and i mean her and adam's relationship was weird and she fucks that guy in the in the bathroom. We and... don't know if she did. I'm not trusting Wikipedia's response to that. <laughs> but yeah, I think that she is. Yeah, she's number two. But uh, I mean, the only yeah. thing that she had is like she tried to befriend Hannah again and got shut down for that. Um, mm-hmm. And then, yeah, the episode where she's like, seems like she wants to break bad, but she doesn't really, you know, because mm-hmm. like jessa going full out like we've seen that and like she can go Mm -hmm. wild and she she shows restraint during that episode when adam just decides to have a one day long affair with with hannah yeah 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 she goes through it and you know she's dealing with it Mm -hmm. kind of unhealthily i guess but you know she's her whole life got turned upside down yeah i mean that's not i mean what she she smoked a cigarette and went to a bar and drank a seltzer water like whatever and maybe banged a guy in the bathroom which i would say is completely fine considering what adam's doing at the exact same time yeah and then she's making you know she made the movie with adam and you know whatever that was fine yeah i mean she got jealous of seeing adam with the person he obviously still has feelings for because he immediately left yeah. to try to raise that baby with her. So, yeah, it looks like we both got Jessa at number two. Yeah. Now, three and four is where things get interesting, I think. I, for me, number three is Hannah. Yeah. Because she was good throughout the season. Like, you know, it's typical Hannah selfish stuff. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, like, again, we said she would be number two. Maybe even like 1A, 1B with Shoshana, yeah. if not for this last episode where she is so unnecessarily cruel to her mom and to Marnie, and there's no apology, there's no resolution, there's no uh, reconciliation. Mm-hmm. It's just she comes home and she 
I think it's like a Marnie and Laureen know that she's sorry, but she never actually says it. And and knowing that you're sorry and like having the having the uh the the, the respect to lower yourself to say it out loud mm-hmm. is a big deal. Yeah. And she never does that. Yeah, I just wanted a little bit more when she comes back home because she has had that realization by running into that girl um and just the i mean the hurtful thing that she said about the mom and the dad and tad and like just just a low blow and not accurate so yeah so like that's really the only like black mark on her season really yeah but it is a huge black mark like she she saw a black mark and she hit it out of the park yeah like she (laughs) nailed being an asshole but for one episode yeah but i will say even in this episode marnie was still fighting with her to like be the worst yep marnie was marnie was like i'm not giving up this worst crown that (laughs) easily like (laughs) and she takes it that opening marnie number four that opening scene psychotic yeah and i get that like her heart May have been in the right place, but it seemed like her heart was only in the right place for purely selfish reasons to prove that, like, she's the best and she's a good mom and she's a better mom even than Hannah. It was horror movie level of her being like, I win. I'm the best yeah. friend. And, like, Hannah's <laughs> face is just like, oh, geez. Like, she just crawled in the bed with her, too. Like, it's yeah. real, like, messed up. Um, yeah. And we can't forgive all the terrible, terrible lashing out and selfishness and narcissism that she's portrayed throughout this entire season and then she continues it in this episode where hannah's like i'm gonna make a run at this like worst girl crown and then marnie's (laughs) like nah dude marnie heisman stiff arms her to the ground (laughs) marnie's like oh yeah these all look like formula babies in here like just (laughs) just judgmental just the way she treated desi the, the line that she said about Ray when Ray broke up with her, he should have just been lucky to that I would even talk yeah. to him. Like, yeah, she's... I feel like that's where the chasm is. The chasm yeah. isn't one to two. It's between three and four. Like, I, I think you Marty's know what's so crazy down. I feel like there's a chasm between all of the numbers. <laughs> it's so weird. Well, no, man. I mean, Hannah's not that far from Jessa. You're it? You really think so? I mean, if you're only judging her for this one episode's stuff. Other than that, she would easily be number two. I don't know, man. This episode is, like, just unforgivable to me. Like, it's so mean. And then, like, there's not even an apology. Like, there's no humbling, like, humbling yourself. And it was so mean. But that is the girl that we used to get. Like, yeah, that's the Hannah that we normally had. Um, yeah. And that's that was when it was, and I was like, "What happened?" Like, because Hannah became likable more and more as the season's gone, because she only would throw these out every now and then, and it would be mm-hmm. just, it would be like one episode she does something off-putting, but the rest of it she's fine, you know. I'm kind of glad that this episode, you know, it, it's a double-edged sword. I I hate that this is the last episode. I think that the la- the um the episode previously, Goodbye Tour, mm-hmm. was a better finale. But I'm glad that this is the finale because now I won't miss this show. <laughs> you know, when I was watching Goodbye Tour 
I was like getting nostalgic and being like, oh man, this is New York life and I miss it and I'm going to miss watching this show. And like, I miss these girls already. Yeah. And then watching this episode, I was like, oh, okay. Uh, yeah. I'm glad that this is like, uh, this is such a sour taste in my mouth. Goodbye. See ya. <laughs> That's a good point. Like, it's like, go away. It's saying go yeah. away, not like remember the good times. Yeah. 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 This is like, you know, when you like a bittersweet sweet breakup was the last episode where you're like, ah, I wish we didn't have to do this. And then this episode was like when you get back together and realize that it wasn't that great. And there was a reason why you broke up. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> That's a great analogy. That's so good. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, oh, yeah, it wasn't perfect. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You chew really loud. And I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <man. sighs> all right. Well. Thank you all for listening and uh, coming on this fucking 62, 64 week journey with us. Yeah, I, I can't thank you all enough for listening. And, and, you know, like we said, this isn't the last episode of Boys Watching Girls. We're going to do some more stuff. We got a couple more episodes coming up. So stay tuned. But uh, yeah, I just want to say a big genuine thank you. We didn't think that we were going to get it, it, it to grow as much as it did. Like this is kind of a niche podcast and it's grown pretty pretty significantly like really surprising yeah considering that none of us have worked on girls or starred in girls and we're doing a podcast about it pretty pretty successful in that rate yeah, yeah. so I, I, i'm really thankful and i'm glad that we got to do this i want to thank you vance for doing this as well like because uh it was a good time man Yeah, i want to thank you for you know bringing me into the podcast world that you had been yeah, in for a minute and yeah uh it's been it's been a wild fun ride, I guess. I don't even know. Yeah. I had a good time. Yeah. I mean I'm 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 glad that it's over. <laughs> <laughs> At least the series anyway. Yeah. yeah, I'm excited for our future episodes that we have planned and some yeah. some special surprises we got coming up. Um and definitely people write in with your Q and A your questions and Anything you want us to bring up in a special episode that we're planning on doing. So, uh, yeah, write in, DM us. Yeah, right. To email in those questions or things that you want to hear us talk a bit more about, it's uh, boys watching girls podcast at gmail.com. Or you could DM us on Instagram. We have a IG page and it's at boys watching girls podcast. Or I guess the Facebook page. We have a Facebook fan page, yeah. which BWG podcasts. Yeah. yeah. Wait, what were the results of the poll about the uh, pooping in the streets? <laughs> let's let's see. Because I I conducted my own poll on my Instagram about it as well, and I asked if people have ever pooped in public, and it was a yes or no question. Mm-hmm. I got six yes and five no. Wow. So you were almost split. Yeah, it was split until literally the last minute where somebody came in and was like i'm gonna be the tiebreaker and then they voted yes so i was like wow okay um let's see i feel like the last time i looked at the thing i was the only yes vote (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah right now it's uh it's uh 75 no and one percent yes and i feel like you're the yes i am the yes yeah (laughs) But in your friend group is fifty fifty, so you're hanging out with yeah. the right people, I guess. No, no, in my friend in my friend group it's fifty five forty five. Yeah. But taking into account the 
Facebook poll answers, it is uh, slightly skewed towards the no. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah which is a good thing. I think it should yeah, be less yeah. people. Look, I'm not saying I'm not promoting it. I'm not saying that you should do it. I'm just saying that I did it and I feel like people have done it. Yeah. And I was proven kind of correct. I'll say it seemed like you were a little proud of it. I'm a little, you know, it's a little impressive. Normally, <laughs> normally when people do that, it's like, oh man, it was a bad situation. Not like talking <laughs> about it with the chest out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's the episode on latching, everybody. Thank you for listening and uh, stay tuned. We got some more episodes coming. We're going to do some special bonus episodes. And like like we said earlier, we got to do some like Q&A if you want to hear us talk about something else. Um, yeah. Once again, thank you so much for coming on this uh, very long journey with us. And uh, thank you, Vance. And we fucking made it, man. Thank you, Joe. Yeah. All right. Stay tuned for the next episode. See ya. Who's here? I'm here. I win. I'm your best friend. I'm the best at being your friend. I love you the most. Okay.